This episode is brought to you by Visit Williamsburg. In Williamsburg, Virginia, there's never too much of a good thing. Whether you're a foodie, a golfer, a history buff, a shopaholic, an outdoor enthusiast, or a thrill seeker, you'll find what you came for here and more. So ask yourself, what is it you want? Discover Williamsburg and plan your trip at visitwilliamsburg.com. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. This is The Jerry Callahan Show. It is Monday, October 11th. Happy Columbus Day. Let's uh, honor the great explorer, Christopher Columbus, who made, I believe, four trips across the ocean. Can you imagine how scary that was, Carano, in a Weeks. sailboat? Weeks. In a big-ass sailboat coming across the ocean, going to place. You didn't even know there was anything there. You thought you might fall off the edge of the world. He had incredible courage and discovered America, and, we're, and, and we uh, should be thankful to him every single day. Um, I'm not sure... If you don't celebrate Columbus Day, you still take the day off. And you came up with this uh, nonsense of uh, Indigenous People's Day. If you were to ask someone, if you were to go to Cambridge right now, Carano, and say, what, why are you honoring Indigenous people? What did they do to earn this honor? What would they say? Oh, they would actually say because they were exploited and, you know, killed off, basically. They wouldn't say they did anything. They would say so they were conquered. They You're were conquered. celebrating a people who were conquered in this land. I mean, I always ask the simple, what if Columbus never, what if no European ever discovered America? You know, what would America be like? Would it be the leading you know, economic force in the world, the leading force for good? You know, would we have saved the world from uh, Nazi Germany if, if Western civilization weren't uh, established on this continent? What would it be like now? I'm going to guess it'd be a little bit uh, less advanced than it is now we wouldn't be sitting here on uh on our little zoom With call no technical difficulties podcast. no technical difficulties no no <laughs> <laughs> uh but uh, the other today is also marathon monday and i want to get to that because uh i have mixed feelings about the marathon but uh they apologized the baa i believe a few weeks ago apologized to indigenous people for running the marathon on their day which, by the way, it's not really their day. I mean, it is in certain crazy blue cities, but uh, it's still Columbus Day to most of America. Most of America still understands why we honor the man. Uh, we don't feel bad that we live on stolen land because essentially there is no such thing as a stolen stolen land. Either that or everything's stolen. You pick. If you want to make a distinction between stolen land and I don't know what, what, what what's not, what would you call some land that's not stolen? Because everything's been stolen. I, I'd grown out of thin air. <laughs> land, I have no idea. There's no, there's no conceptual, there's nothing to you, conceptualize if, about that. If you conquered or if you discovered, you know, whatever, Greenland as, and named the Greenland and, and you didn't have to fight a war to, to get it, to, to steal it, then you would say that's not stolen land. But every, every inch of, you know, Europe and Asia and, Africa, Middle East, they're all stolen land. And, or, you know, another term for that would be conquered land. We conquered this land 
and we took it from other people who conquered it. We, yes, we had uh, slavery. Yes, there were war and there was, there was killing and slaughter, just like there were in all the other wars and battles that were fought for this land and every single piece of land essentially on planet Earth. So why was the BAA apologizing to indigenous, indigenous people for running on the streets of, of Massachusetts for one day. Um, it was kind of silly. It is kind of silly. Indigenous People's Day is just silly, but we all know that. And that but it's just the way things are now. You, have, well, you and, must. And whose land was it before? And what happened when the indigenous people first got here, arrived here? Maybe it was over a land bridge, but depending on where they came, maybe they, uh, we do all originate from Africa. But what was the, was it conquered when they first came here? Yes, too? Like they what? conquered it. They stole it. I, yes. Then everybody has stolen everything, and that's just the way it's, it's like going to be. When they had the dispute in uh, North Dakota or South Dakota over uh, uh, the fireworks, and Christy Nome wanted fireworks, and the Biden regime said no, and then there was this family of Native Americans who held the finger up. They flipped the finger to the presidents on Mount Rushmore. Yeah, no, not our land, stolen land. The people, the the tribe for from which we stole it had stolen it like 10 minutes before we had from a different tribe. And they weren't nearly as uh, diplomatic about it. You know, they butchered the the other tribe because that's the way they did it. You know, they, they fought bloody, gory wars, barbaric wars. You know, they, they, they enslaved people. They raped women. They did all the things that, that tribes, groups, armies have been doing since the beginning of time. Uh, you're going to have a hard time finding a more civilized people than the United States of America uh, in our 250 years. We, you know, eliminated slavery. We fought a war to eliminate slavery where 618,000 young men died. Everyone out of, in, a, in a country of, I believe it was 20 million. We lost 600,000 young men to free the slaves, to end slavery. Show me another land where they've done anything like that. I think the whole and and I don't really understand why it's about Italians. I understand Columbus was Italian, but who cares? He was European, and because he discovered this land, you know, we sit here now, and we lead the world. I mean, without without that, it wouldn't be we wouldn't be who we are. We wouldn't be what we are. We wouldn't be this great force for freedom around the world. So thank you, Chris, and everybody who came on that on those friggin' sailboats and just hit the, you know, just took off and didn't know where they were going or how long it would take, or certainly if they would survive. It's incredible. It's stunningly brave, uh, courageous what they did. And we should honor them today on Columbus day. So we're doing that. We're also, uh, uh, we got a lot to get to here, Karana, as we all often do on Monday, but the marathons starting as we speak, different groups, the, uh, the, the wheelchair, uh, People have already gone off, and soon the elite runners will go. And I'm not sure. Here's the one thing I'm watching for, aside from the couple of people I know who run it, and, you know, good for them. It's a great event. My wife has run it. I've waited for it at the finish line when it was really cold and rainy a couple of years ago. I mean, that took real, real, <laughs> real guts strength. on my part. Yeah, I had to wait at the finish line for like three hours. It was, yeah. oh, man, was it tough. Um I'm not tough enough. She's much, much tougher than than I am. But today, Kirsten Cinema, you know, the the most powerful woman in America right now, is running the marathon. She's a big marathoner. She's a triathlete. She's a badass. 
we've talked about this, you know, last week. She's she's kind of a renegade, kind of a maverick. There is a call out among uh, Democrats, among supporters of the Biden regime, to harass Kirsten Cinema. So get ready for this, Carl. There's going to be. I hopefully there'll be video. I mean, God knows there are cameras up and down the the marathon. I assume mo- much of the media won't want to cover this because it makes them makes Democrats look bad that they are. I mean, let's be honest. Nobody essentially. Nobody who matters defended them when they chased her into the bathroom. Everyone. No, no. no. Except for Biden, of course, who said, no, it's part of the process. It happens to everyone, which is a lie. Just another lie. It was ridiculous. It was outrageous. It was wrong. Literally videotaping a woman as she goes into the stall to do her business was disgusting. I hope, I think, that this will steal cinema's spine. She will dig in her heels and she will not give in to this mob. But I'm going to be curious to see today how they handle it. Do you think they'll have like large scale protests for her somewhere along the way? You can't do it at the finish line. You need a pass and it's really controlled. A lot of security, obviously. But there's a lot of places along the way you can make a scene. And if they see her coming, and she's pretty distinctive. As I mentioned, she likes to dress in loud colors. She's not shy and she's also very attractive. But will there be people harassing her? Will that be uh, a headline at the end of today, at the end of this race? I would not rule it out that stuff gets thrown at her. Eggs. Ooh. Pain, like also, I, you know, because that, because it can be a little more anonymous that way because you don't have to do anything. You don't have to like hold up a sign right. or whatever. You can just toss it and kind of walk away. Uh, and you're, and you're right. You can, everyone has a mask. Well, everyone. You can wear a mask. You know, you can hide. Yeah, right. You can do it any. I mean, it's the hardest thing to secure in, in terms of security. And we talked about this, obviously, when uh, the uh, Muslim terrorists bombed the uh, finish line uh, and uh, created havoc and obviously injured 200 and something people. And uh, just it, it, it was a big, big deal because, it, um, well, obviously, it was a big deal no matter what, but it was at the finish line. You're not going to be able to do that or near the finish line. You're not going to be able to do that anymore. The security is too tight. Cameras everywhere. But think of how hard it would be to secure the whole route. I mean, if you secure a Super Bowl, it's one stadium and, you know, whatever, a couple dozen entrances. This is 26 miles where they could jump on and create a scene anywhere along the way, except, again, for the finish line. Right. But she's going to have to cover that whole 26 miles. And God bless her for doing it and saying, screw them, come get me. But you're right. Some, I, I, think, you're, I think you nailed it. I think there'll be eggs. Obviously, it's not going to be I don't think there's going to be like bricks or rocks, although, you know, Antifa, BLM, they've been known to throw a brick. Uh, But there'll be someone maybe run out on the course and yell at her with a banner and make a scene, which, you know what, will steal the the headlines around the country. You know, obviously around here, people, they they cover every which way, the winners, losers, wheelchairs, this, men, women, you know, they'll have the grandmothers crossing the finish line at, you know, nine o'clock tonight and all those wonderful human interest stories but if they run on the course and harass her that that takes the the day i mean that's that is the big story in the news whatever national news on the cable news if they i mean and and think of how the, the if these are the same people who chased her in the bathroom and on an airplane and went to her house 
You think they're going to stop at disrupting her 26-mile run? No way. Not a chance. Not no a chance. So we're looking forward to that. It's the first Boston Marathon in 910 days. And it's unfortunate they're doing an Indigenous People's Day. But, hey, it has to be some kind of holiday because if it weren't, it would paralyze the city with people trying to get to work or school or whatever. Exactly. You know, it has to be on a holiday, even if it's a silly made-up holiday like Indigenous People's Day. But... <laughs> <laughs> you just, there's a full stop right there. <laughs> you look like you're going to have something no, to say. No, I just, <laughs> you have anything uh, to say? I mean, any I, don't like, I don't really care about any national holidays, frankly. Like, well, it doesn't matter to me. If people want to take the day off, uh, that's fine. But um, I, 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 have, I have no real it's, opinion on this one. I don't really it's care. It's funny when they want to, when they're against the holiday, they don't want to just eliminate the holiday. They want to make sure they keep the holiday. <laughs> just change the name. Change the name, yeah. Change the honoree from... Columbus to indigenous people and it's just so you know nebulous the whole idea we well, celebrate indigenous people okay well it's, you know happy indigenous people's day to, to Liz Warren I mean who you're just supposed to like find a, <laughs> an indigenous person and wish them a happy day yes uh, but that's my prediction by the end of today we will know two things for sure we'll know just how far they'll go to disrupt Kirsten Sinema's life and I'm I'm all for it as long as they don't hurt her because I think the more they do it, the more likely she is to dig in her heels. Oh, she'll get obstinate. Yeah. Defy them. She's not one. She's, this isn't Mitt Romney. This isn't a little you know, hunk of, hunk of you know, clay that they, they can mold how they want. The problem is, she's, though, the problem is, though, all politicians want power. So they're just going to offer her something. And she, you know, they're, they're just going to offer her some sort of deal for a consist, constituent. She'll, she'll put her on, they'll put her on some sort of committee or something. And that's going to be enough. I, see, I think she feel. I think her constituents. Uh, feel like if she bows to the mob and goes along with this boondoggle, the socialist boondoggle, that's weakness. And that's uh, not going to go over well in Arizona, a, a purple state. I think she knows if she's going to cross over, get support of Republicans, moderates, she cannot give in, especially now. If you give in now, doesn't it make you look weak like you just gave in because you intim they intimidated you? So she, that ain't happening. That ain't happening. But we'll see just how how far they go to uh, intimidate her today. And I think today is going to be a big day in the battle against vaccine mandates uh, because we eventually ha are going to find out the truth. I think we're finding it in, in small pieces and dribs and drabs now about the walkout from the Southwest airline pilots who are the the freedom fighters in this in this cultural battle, they are the ones fighting for the right to uh, control your own body. If you haven't um, heard the latest on the walkout by the Southwest Airline pilots, I got to be honest, Carano. I got to be honest. If I were flying somewhere and I were go and I were going on Southwest Airlines. I'm a pragmatist. I would hate these guys. Oh right yeah, now. I'd be pissed. Yeah, exactly. And it, I, I was just reading the uh, Daily Mail story, and they have a, uh, like they often do, a bunch of photos, and it's just one photo after another of like a family of six sleeping on the floor of the of the airport in Orlando or Jacksonville, and they're just uh, beside themselves. They're trying to get somewhere on vacation. It was a you know holiday weekend. They're trying to get places, and the airline shuts down. And if you haven't heard, the airline lied and said, you know, it was weather, it was weather related. They said when, weather and staff and, shortages, right? Right, right. Yeah, they, okay. they, which was weird because 
here's all people need to do. They're in the airport. They can see the other airlines. That's right. They're, they're not deterred by the... So this, this weather was too bad for Southwest to fly in it, but not too bad for Delta and American and Spirit Airlines to fly in it. So that kind of debunks that idea that it was weather-related. And I guess I, I just read something that said the... Um, in the airline, if it's a walkout by the pilots or, you know, a labor action, they have to, I don't know, refund everyone's money. If it's weather related, they don't. So they clearly just made a decision to kind of make it about weather and kind of this, this vague idea that there's a labor, what do they, what do they call it? Uh, uh, this, uh, the, the official word from Southwest was what? Oh, I don't know. Uh, I'd have to look and find out exactly what they're well, saying. You just said it. It's air, weather-related and something else. Oh, staff shortage. Staff shortage. So that's true. <laughs> that's, they have no pilots. But when you think about it, this is going to be so divisive. Obviously, if you're a Democrat or an authoritarian, uh, you're a supporter of the Biden regime, you don't care. Force everyone to get vaccinated. Hell, was anything more revealing then when Biden last week bragged that the uh, employer, uh, was it American Airlines or United, I think, and he bragged that they went from 59% compliance to 99% compliance, he thought that was something worth boasting about. The only reason that happened is they fired I saw the chart. thousands of people <laughs> <Yes>. right. <laughs> who wouldn't comply. So he's bragging that we got 99% compliance when, you know, a thousand people's lives were ruined their careers are over their their income is gone they don't even qualify for unemployment so you destroy the lives of people who are vaccine hesitant for whatever reason many of them had covid have the antibodies don't need no don't need the vaccine understand it's not really going to affect them it's not going to protect them like they're already protected naturally they're fired and the president is proud of that that is a, it's a, well it's typical biden is just so convoluted and stupid but that just shows you you know the empathy the man has the compassion he has None. yeah he's, he's bragging because they fired thousands of people with families with mortgages and he, he thinks it's a wonderful thing but here's the problem we have today is this is one union one union in one airline and one airport and one you know state it's going to happen every not everywhere but it's going to happen in a number of places oh yeah get ready they're looking at this saying, we can do that. We can do that. They know, everyone knows this is insane, an insane overreaction. They know people they work with who are unvaccinated and they know why. So, yeah, I'm, you know, I'm, say it's a pregnant woman or a woman trying to get pregnant or it's someone that just had COVID or it's someone who's 21 years old and runs marathons, fit as could be, and said, I really don't need that. I've had bad reactions from medicine in the past. I don't want to do it. Most people don't think that person should have their life destroyed. Of course you know, not. should lose their job, lose their career, lose their income, lose everything because they're vax hesitant. Most decent Americans understand that some people are reluctant and they understand why. So someone like you, obviously Biden, people who support Biden, the mainstream media, they want you destroyed. They do. They want, and, and I mean, you're not. I'm not saying you're some kind of hero, but you seem like a decent enough guy. You don't commit crimes. I mean, you have guns, but you're not a criminal. No. You're just vaccine hesitant. They won't, they won't be happy 
until you are destroyed. Yeah, they Can want me off of, this show. Isn't that crazy? Isn't, I mean, as long well, we could be remote. We'll be like, uh, what was the school? UCLA. Yeah, right. Where the kid, Herschel Walker's son, is taking all remote classes, and they won't let him attend school unless he's vaccinated. And he's like, what? I don't leave my apartment. <laughs> right, right, right. <laughs> Right. Common sense is irrelevant. Most people, including myself, including you, are not anti-vaccine. I've had a bunch of vaccines in my life, including tetanus. I had my tetanus booster within the last year, I think. I get that every 10 years or something, right? So right. I'm not anti-vaccine. I think that vaccines are life-saving, of course, but the administration has not done a good job showing me that someone in my age group with no, um, with no other comorbidities should get it. It seems to me, looking at the numbers that they've provided for me, that I'm going to be, if I get COVID, I will... It's a high, high, high likelihood that I'm going to be just fine. In fact, there's right. a, likely, a high likelihood that I won't even feel the symptoms or it would be so mild it would feel like a little cold. So I'm just not, they haven't done, they haven't made a good case. So then the, the question for me is, what are, the brass tacks for me is this, who owns your body? If I own my body, I get to say, I have the ultimate say of what goes in it and what does not go in it. And it, the government course, is saying- your, your body, your choice. That's what I always say. Your body, your choice. The, gov the government is saying- that they have the right to my body. They own my body. They get to decide what goes in my body. And I say no. And a lot of these airline pilots are absolutely agreeing. They're agreeing. They're saying, and, and most, 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 uh, most people in the country, most, and most people are not authoritarian. They don't like mandates. It's, it's part of the American heritage to be against force like this. And most people agree, are, are reasonable and agree with what these pilots are doing. And, and if they said, you know, you have to get tested once a week, you'd say, okay. I mean, it's not pleasant if you're talking about the nasal swab, but I don't want to lose my job. I love my job. I need the benefits and support my family. I'll, I'll get tested. And then you move on. But that's not what this is about. No, we know not. now it's got nothing to do with public health. Control. You know, it's about control. And there's nothing that gets off someone like Joe Biden or you name it, in the in the Biden regime, or many of these blue state governors, these tyrants, these Charlie Bakers and Gretchen Whitmers, and they love it, and they're not going to cede any control back to the people. They're going to hold it as long as they can and flex it as long as they can. And the idea that you would destroy the life of someone because they wouldn't take medicine they don't need is bizarre on its face. And I think historians someday will look back. Maybe they'll, they'll change this holiday. This will be Southwest Airline <laughs> Pilots Day someday. When, you know, because Columbus, you know, he was a colonializer and indi indigenous people, we can't think of anything that particularly did to earn this holiday. Let's call it Southwest Airline Pilot Day. I'm into it. They, and again, if I were trying to fly somewhere with my family, going to the Bahamas or whatever, the Caribbean, I would be, hate these guys because there's nothing worse than being stranded at the airport, except maybe getting lied to, which is what the airlines often do. But in this case, it's kind of it's kind of brazen. They're saying, eh, weather-related, when all the other airlines are fine, it is too bad for you know Southwest passengers that their guys, that their pilots are the ones who step up first. But take solace. You won't be the last, you know, stranded, the last passenger stranded. You won't be the last person inconvenienced by this uprising, which was inevitable, which is inevitable. Can you think, again, you're, you can sort of relate to this. You have your reasons. So you're a pilot, you're, you know, your age or younger. You're a 30-year-old pilot. You're in unbelievable physical condition. You've been in the military. You have had COVID. You are sitting there going, I don't need the jab. I'm fine. I've had COVID. I got... And they're saying, you fly planes, you got a great job, you make lots of money, you're out the door if you don't submit. 
these people aren't all going to submit. You can force some of them, like uh, Andrew Wiggins, the NBA player. Yeah. He was anti-vaxxer. Finally, he said, go ahead, give it to me. And he just said, this is ridiculous. I, You don't have control of your own body over your body. The NBA controls your body. He, he didn't go quietly. He didn't submit and say, you know, I guess it's well good for all of us. The other thing is, and we've talked about this so many times, but why do you care? If you're, again, an airline pilot in great physical shape, and you look at the guy next to you, your co-pilot or one of your bosses, and they're vaccinated, they're masked, and they're looking at you and saying, you got to get vaccinated to protect me. Your answer is, why? Why? No one can explain that. You no. get you're more likely to get COVID from a vaccinated person than an unvaccinated person. And if you are vaccinated, the symptoms will be much less severe. So if you haven't had it, but you're vaccinated, like me, what do you care? I don't care if you get it or not. I mean, it, why it should matter. it matter? It shouldn't matter. I mean, it works again, or it doesn't. It again, if if it were just you didn't get it, we're going to give you a you know five hundred dollar fine or make you pay more for your health insurance. That's one thing. It's wrong, but it's one thing. But to say, we're going to destroy you. And then what? That person can't get another job. They can't. A pilot, they're going to go to some airline and say, I'm unvaccinated. I got fired by Southwest. I'm a great pilot. They're going to go, so what? I can't. We can't hire you. The government won't allow it. The government is declared, you know, by decree that if you don't submit, your life, your career is over. So the big it's problem here, bigger. the big problem here is, and it's true with a lot of airlines, but uh, in particular with Southwest, is they took $25 billion from the federal government last right. year. And so <laughs> it's hard to push back against, uh, when you're bought and sold like that, it's hard to push back against a government who's giving you uh, giving you a bunch of money, that much money. But right. uh, but this is not going to be quite, it, it affected something like a thousand flights over the weekend. This is not going to stay hidden. This is going to come out. In fact, I mean, we saw a brave pilot video. We talked. We talked about that earlier, which I have the sound on. If you want to listen to it, we got a brave pilot talking about it. I've got uh, pilots talking to uh, Alex Berenson about it. This is coming out. People are going to know and, exactly what's happened, and it, this is not going to be the first place. And, the you're right. Place. It's not the first. Maybe we you know we'll remember them because they were the trailblazers, the pioneers. But it's not the first because there's a lot of people who are desperate. They don't want to lose their job. They don't want to submit. They don't want the, you know, they know their side effects, whatever. They have their reasons. You know, most people aren't doing it just because they want, don't want to give in to what the well, government Well, now want. I'm feeling, I'm feeling kinship with cinema over it. Right, I, like right. I'm just now I'm obstinate because you're pushing it on me and you're giving me bad data. You're not giving me good reasons to get the vaccine. If you gave me good reasons to get the vaccine, if you showed me data that said that I am a much safer individual, if I get the vaccine at my age, at my health level, fine. I'm fine, but you have not made the case yet. So I'm, I'm me and cinema, kindred spirits right now, <laughs> obstinate in arms. Yeah, I wouldn't mind hanging with with Kirsten, <laughs> although she's like I told you, I don't like the wild ones. They scare me. You know, I'm not like yes. some guys. Layla, she's got the wild eyes. She looks like a. I guarantee there are former boyfriends, former girlfriends out there who say, "Man, she was fun. She was wild. She was interesting," but she was too much for me. Too hot to handle. Uh, I want to get it. I want to listen to this pilot who's got balls and the uh, the report because if you Google this right now and I did this morning, most of the stories aren't admitting they're not no. admi even admitting that this was a walkout. They no. they got the, the 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 firewall where they're protecting, I guess uh, the regime regime the status quo and saying oh no it's not uh, it's not a labor walkout it's not 
a protest. It's just the guys were sick or the weather. Uh, they're sticking to their guns and they can't do that for much longer, especially when we hear from this pilot. And I want to hear the report. And I'm going to tell you how it's going to get much, much worse. Because you think one airline, a group of pilots at one airline can cause a disruption, can cause a little panic. Wait till we get to the military. That's coming. That's coming. Next month, this is going to come down with the military. And can you think of any organization that has so many young, healthy people, many of whom have already had COVID, who are strong-headed, who are who who are uh, most likely to stick to their guns and not submit? I would say, in many cases, that's the military. And I'm going to give you the numbers, and you're not going to believe it, but. Uh, you want to talk about DCU first, first? Let me mention uh, DCU, our wonderful sponsor. Uh, DCU, whether you're buying your first home, your dream home, or looking to refinance the home you love, DCU may have the mortgage program to fit your needs and, more importantly, your budget. Their mortgage experts will walk you through the application process and help remove the hurdles that can make it so difficult and confusing. They will bring you right up to the front steps of home ownership. Learn more about rates and programs or to apply today, dcu.org slash mortgage. DCU is an equal housing lender, NMLS number 466914, insured by NCUA membership required. All right, let's get to this pilot because, again, he's got balls. He's not shrouded. He's not dark. He's not anonymous. He steps before the cameras and tells you what they're thinking. And uh, keep in mind, there are, are thousands of pilots who are kind of essential. Wouldn't you say they're kind of essential employees? Oh, super. Actually, I wanted to mention this too. Think about what's going on with, with shipping and cargo right now in the United right. States. You've got cargo right. ships backed up outside of the ports all over the country. They can't get in because there aren't enough people employed at the ports. They're, they're, they're off the job to, um, or even, even shipping it from the ports, to the rest of the, the country, there aren't enough people in place to move that cargo along. Now you shut down the airline. This is one airline. This is why the administration right. and no one wants this to get out because it'll inspire other airline pilots to do the exact same thing. And then there's going to be no cargo, no shipping at all in the United States. It is. And some people think it's by design that the Biden regime wants chaos. They want to re reorder, reorganize everything in this country. And uh, if you've seen the map, there's a, there's a photo or a graphic going around of all the cargo ships that yeah. are stranded at sea. There's thousands of them anchored outside LA, New York, all up and down the coasts, waiting to unload their cargo. And I just read the list of things, electronics, toys, the things that will, there will be a real shortage of uh, imminently. And we'll see how people feel about that when they go to buy whatever, like you know, a rental car. You can't get a rental car because they don't have the chips in them. Things like that are gonna cre create real inconvenience. I mean, there's a toy shortage and Christmas is coming. <laughs> That's gonna be wild, but you're right. The, 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 I mean, I don't know if it's by design. I've yet, I can't really, I, I can't imagine even Biden, even, you know, Kamala Harris and the cabal, Barack Obama, Susan Rice, even they don't want the country completely paralyzed, do they? <laughs> I'm not sure. I can't Maybe they do. Maybe that's by design, but it's going to get worse before it gets better. And you're right. They don't like these Southwest pilots because this is the first the domino to fall. Is it not? If there are uh, you know, whatever, hundreds and hundreds of unvaccinated pilots and people who work at Southwest, it, it makes sense that every airline, everyone, every organization has a number of people who've had the chance to get the jab and have turned it down for whatever reason, and they're not giving in. They're going to 
they're going to loop, you know, they, they will take the chance, risk losing their job over principle, which is commendable, of course, unless you're going against the Biden regime. By the way, and we've mentioned this many times, it's worth mentioning again. One year ago, last fall, I'm not sure the exact date, but last October, November, in fact, I think it was less than a year, two people made it very clear that they did not trust the vaccine. That would be Joe Biden and Kamala Harris. They did. They would not get the vaccine. Not the Trump vaccine. Because they didn't trust. Yeah, they didn't trust the Trump vaccine. As Biden said so cowardly, you know, I trust doctors and nurses. I don't trust Donald Trump. Okay. This is the Trump vaccine that Biden and Harris are forcing on the country, the very vaccine that they both said they would not take. Think about it and say, they're going to destroy the lives of thousands of young families, people, fathers, mothers, for not taking the vaccine that they themselves said they wouldn't take less than a year ago. But do we have a name for this this pilot, or is he anonymous? Um... Let me see if it says in. So this was uh, uh, Benny Johnson tweeted this out. I don't see. I don't see a name. It was posted yeah, I don't on TikTok. Think, I don't think. I think he is anonymous, although he's on camera, so he <laughs> he's probably been fired, uh, and he'll be audited because once we get those oh, eighty thousand yeah. new oh eighty thousand new IRS agents, yeah, he'll be audited. No, his house will be taken from him. His life will be destroyed. But again, you gotta. You got to sacrifice something, and he, this guy is uh, laying it all out there, and he's not alone. But uh, let's listen to this pilot explaining where these guys are coming from. I've been, in, I've been an airline pilot for 18 years, and now I'm facing an ultimatum. Not a choice, but an ultimatum. I'm being told in order to continue my career as an airline pilot, I must be vaccinated, which really means I have to choose between putting food on the table for my family and my freedom of choice. Whether you believe in vaccination is the right thing to do or not, the situation goes far beyond health. We, the American people, have fought for freedom for 257 years. We go around the world spreading ideas of freedom and democracy. We help other countries and people fight for their freedoms while ours are being stripped away. You may think being forced to wear a mask or get a vaccination is insignificant. But when you begin to compile mandate after mandate and loss of freedom after freedom, it becomes very significant. As each thing is taken away, we face what is known as the shifting baseline syndrome. This syndrome changes our idea of a new and acceptable normal. Soon, we will not remember what it was like to have the freedoms we once did. Our children and our grandchildren will experience less freedom and they won't have the privilege or the pleasure to enjoy the same choices our parents had or that we have. If we give into these mandates and we do not stand up for our freedom of choice, we dishonor every armed service person over the last 257 years. A disservice to the people who have fought and bled for the very freedoms we enjoy. Whether you believe in vaccination or not, I'm standing up for your freedom of choice. You may support the vaccine. He's got another uh, yeah. 40 seconds in here, but... Uh, what would you say? How old do you say he is? Like he looks, 40? Yeah, maybe. At the top end. High 30s, low 40s, yeah. So this is one pilot, one airline, and he's a thousand times smarter and more articulate than anybody in Washington, especially our, our president, our vice president. Isn't that amazing? You could take that guy just right now and say, you know, we need a new leader. You're president. And the country would be much, much better <laughs> Probably. off. Probably. I mean, not, not even because Biden is... <laughs> I, I, know, I know I was going to say not just because Biden's senile, but because because he's 
you know, because he's venal. I mean, it, you this, this guy seems like he's smart. He's got a priority straight. He understands freedom. Nothing bothers me more. Nothing scares me more than when I hear people. And I had this conversation with a guy that was a Navy veteran, a former commander of a sub, a guy now, he's 80 now. But And we were talking about how people don't even understand, only appreciate, like, freedom, like freedom of speech. No, they don't. We had, they don't even understand what it means. Like, it's not to protect speech that you agree with. It's not to protect, you know, benign speech. It's not to protect something that, uh, you know, like Jerry Seinfeld says. It's to protect what Dave Chappelle says. It's protect people who take chances, people who offend you. Well, even even like communists, communists protect what they say too. The the people that right, you hate right. the most, you have to protect their speech. We had, and I think we mentioned this a couple months ago. The Surgeon General uh, said flat out, and and I, I can remember seeing it. I think I retweeted. Yeah, I retweeted it. It was he said, "You do not have the freedom to spread disinformation yeah. to, to tell lies." Yes. Um, and you know what? Here's the problem, Carano, is think of some young, dumb college student, you know, who's at some liberal arts school and he's triple masked and he's, you know, protesting, whatever. They hear that and they say, yeah, that makes sense. You don't have the, pro you don't have the right to spread misinformation or, or lies. I hate to correct the surgeon general because I'm sorry, he must be really smart. He's a doctor. Um, yes, you do. You have the right to spread misinformation. You, do. you have the right to lie in this country. That is freedom of speech. You have the right to say whatever the hell you want. That is what America, that's the foundational principle in this country. That is freedom. You have the freedom to say that vaccine has microchips in it and they're going to go in my brain and they're going to control the whole population. Did you see the video that came out this week where uh, in Australia again, uh, you had cops show up at a guy's door be, uh, with a printout of his Facebook. He Googled something, right? You know, right. His, his Facebook, and he said, "Are you in this picture at this protest? You weren't wearing a mask or something. You weren't. You weren't. Right, this right. was an illegal protest. You weren't. Is that the kind of country you want to live in, where people can search your social media history and knock on your police can knock yes, on your door? Yes. Well, eighty-one million people voted for that, yeah. and I realize most of them are you know brain dead and didn't filled out their mail-in ballot and. We're hoping for more free stuff or whatever, many of them, millions. But there are people who vote for that who want authoritarianism, who support mandates, who support destroying the lives of young families who don't submit. But they don't, at the very foundation, don't understand you know, the fundamental right of, of free speech, of freedom. It means nothing to them. And that is the scariest thing when you think about you know the future of the country, that a large portion of the public, of the of this country, of the population, don't, not only don't understand free speech, don't think it matters, you know, then eh, whatever. So what if, you know, the big tech, you know, uh, bans people for, for anything, for, for, you know, bans Alex Berenson, who is, again, one of the best, you know, critics, analysts of COVID policy, who always backs up his tweets, his, his, his takes with data. And he's been banned for life by Twitter which was bizarre and lots of people, you know, uh, speak up on his behalf. He's on Tucker and Tucker's always defending him, but lots don't. They say, good, ban more. There's an unbelievable clip. You don't have to find it because I'll, I'll describe it. Ed Markey demanding the big tech people. He's at a hearing in front of the Senate and he's demanding they do more censoring. We're not censoring enough. You must do more. 
to stop people I disagree with, to stop dissenting voices. That's the feeling to, to take from the from the left, from the authoritarian left, which is in control right now, sadly. They don't mind watching thousands of people get fired. No. But I'm going to give you the next shoot a drop. And this is coming in the next few weeks. Um, this is uh, a story in the Daily Mail. This I think I tweeted it out this morning, uh, Daily Mail. But here's the lead. Hundreds of thousands of United States service members remain unvaccinated uh, against COVID as the deadline to have the shots draws closer. Did you did you hear that? Hundreds of thousands. That, that number sounds unbelievable to me. So there are... Uh, so it, it mentions 98% of active duty Navy are uh, unvaccinated, 340,000 personnel. That's 7,000 unvaccinated Navy. That sounds like not that many. They'll fire 7,000, you know, people who three days ago were American heroes. Now they're villains. Now they're, they're responsible for 700,000 COVID deaths, as your president, our president has stated. This is... a. a a pandemic of the unvaccinated. But check this out, Carano. Yeah. Just 72% of 181,000 active Marines have been vaccinated. That means, I'll do the math quick for you, Thank you. 51,000 unvaccinated Marines. Check this out. Um, uh, by the way, the deadline is November 28th. That is one month and two weeks away. That's uh, six weeks away when 51,000 Marines and again, most of them, hell, all of them, young, healthy, fit, great shape, are going to be kicked out of the Marines because they will not submit to a vaccine they don't need or they don't want. How about this? 81% of Army personnel are vaccinated. That's 485,000 members. That means 95,000 active Army members are unvaccinated. 60,000 uh, 60, uh, 60, people in the Air Force. Add that up, three hundred more than 300,000 military personnel. So that, did you say active personnel too? Because there's 1.3 yes. million total active military personnel and 300,000 of that? That's like 30% of the Marines. That's right. I, I mean, that's, that's I, didn't almost, do the, I didn't do all the... That's close the, to 30% of the... It's like 25%, between 25-30% of the entire military is not vaccinated. That's crazy. 340,000... Um, oh, no, I'm sorry. That's the number of people. What is the, did they add up the number? I don't know. I don't know. But it's no, hundreds. The numbers, they, call, they call it hundreds of thousands. Yeah, hundreds well, of thousands. Whatever. 200, 300,000 are going to be asked to leave in six weeks... And I'm sorry, I know we're not really at war right now, and it's, but are you telling me this doesn't destroy what's left of the morale in the military? And uh, I mean, there's not much there after Biden's disastrous withdrawal from, uh, from Afghanistan. We know moral, morale is low. We know my, uh, Millie and, and Austin are disgraces to the uniform, but still. You're in the military, you're in the Army, Navy, Marines, whatever, and you know the people getting kicked out are fit, our good soldiers, our great Marines, are exactly what you're looking for. You, you know, you have these recruiting stations. You have TV commercials, trying to uh, induce them to join the military. Finally, you get them to join, and then you kick them out because they don't want to submit to this. That's what I mean. That's a that is a giant percentage of the military. They're going to have some serious problems um, with this because you you have to you have to expect 
a large percentage of them won't do it, right? I mean, probably not. Probably I, some of that three hundred thousand or two hundred fifty thousand. So, so we're but, thinking. Um, I, I know this is still a little sketchy. The details on um, Southwest Airlines. We're thinking less than a thousand, right, are going to get fired from Southwest. Probably. I, I think it's less than a thousand. Although, you know, again, give them credit. These guys got balls. They walked off the job and uh, over principle. Uh, yeah, they had they had two. The latest story says two thousand flights canceled. Two you know, because there was a little thunder boomer, so they had to cancel uh, two thousand. One flights. airline ripple effect. All you need, you get three uh, airlines, true. and it's just. It'll be chaos, chaos. And and again, they're they're not admitting it, but they're going to. Um, and I think it's a few hundred pilots who would be fired will be fired. You're talking hundreds of thousands of Marines, Air Force, Army, Navy, uh, on November 28th. You know, just in time for Christmas, you fire most of these guys. Women are in young, you know, have young families. They need the job. They're they're great <laughs> soldiers. They're going to get the boot by the Biden regime. And you'd normally say, no, they'll come to their senses. They'll come some deal. They'll say they have to get tested once a week or whatever. But have you seen any sign that the Biden regime, that the people making these decisions that are propping up the empty shell of a president we have, are any of them, you know, uh, afraid of, you know, how it's going to look or afraid of how it's going to affect the military? They don't care. They want total control. And if that means know decimating the military hey so be it you know all the better but uh i uh i, I will I, we will we'll move on unless you want to do you want to play the uh the the baronson substack so yeah Bar so I, uh, alex alex baronson has been banned from twitter for telling the truth about covid he got an email uh, email from a pilot an anonymous email correct that's correct confirming that this was a walkout Yes. At the same, and he's he's writing it for a Substack. It's getting picked up by others on Twitter, and at the same time, Southwest Airline and other and the media, who is obviously want to help, wants to help Biden and help uh, change the narrative, they're sticking to their guns about the weather and you know people called in sick. They are when this pilot makes it clear that they walked off the job. Correct. That's correct. Um, so I can talk a little bit about this if you like. So Alex, yeah, I don't have so it in front of me. So Jack, tell me what uh, the guy said to Berenson. Sure. Uh, so Jack Posobiec is the one who tweeted this out. And, and like you said, Berenson is no longer on Twitter because of, he was just posting about COVID, but on a Substack, he said, uh, this pilot emailed me following the first Southwest post today and provided his Southwest airlines ID to prove his identity. And he asked that I paraphrase the email. He didn't want to get outed docs. Just, I'm sure he's afraid for his job, of course, but Essentially, he said the union can't organize or even acknowledge this sick out because doing so would make it a, an illegal job action. Oh. Um, years ago, Southwest, so the, I mean, obviously the union's on board. Years ago, Southwest and its pilots had a rough negotiation and the union, union would not even let, um, let the pilots internally discuss the possibility of working to rule, which would have slowed Southwest to a crawl. But at the moment, the pilots don't even have to talk to each other about what they're doing. The anger internally not just among pilots, but other Southwest workers is enormous. The tough prior negotiations notwithstanding, Southwest has a history of decent labor relations and workers believe the company should stand up for them against the mandate. Telling pilots in particular to comply or face termination has backfired. <laughs> um, I have to be honest, this takes balls because uh, especially if you need the job, you got a wife and kids and whatever and you bills to pay and you're a pilot. That's a, a tough job to get. You know, that's a tough job to get. It is. 
I have to be honest. I think I might do an Andrew Wiggins and just say, "All right, give me the freaking jab. Get me. Let's get." I would. I would hate myself for it. But unemployment sucks, and if you don't, a you have no benefits. You don't get unemployment. You don't get any severance. And b no one else is going to hire you. No, unless there's an airline run by a you know like a Mike Lindell type of re, uh, renegade. What airline's going to hire a pilot who admits that he's not vaccinated? Yeah, probably no one is not at this point. But uh, and but, but everything cops. is every, everything is risk reward, right? So I want to have a good life. Um, at some point, the the uh, risk of me not getting the vaccine might overcome the risk of me getting it, and therefore I would get it. I mean, you all we that's what we're ma- we're making those types of decisions every day. But right now, no one has told me a good enough reason. But this goes on. Hey. Here's, here's why the Biden regime is, is just t- handled this so poorly. I mean, we've gone over so many reasons, but Turtle Boy, uh, Jesse Kelly, there's a few others. Uh, you're not quite as, you know, like as obstinate, but they say, I thought about getting it. Kelly uh, tweets this and Turtle Boy, we've talked about it. They say, I thought about doing it. You know, I'm not against vaccines, but screw them. I'm not going to bow to them. They, because they have tried to uh, blame everything on the unvaccinated, essentially uh, demonize one portion of the public who really did nothing wrong. They weren't, they didn't Do they violate any norms. They didn't commit any crimes, but they want to blame them. They want them. In fact, I don't know if you saw this in Germany. This is no, they have a little yellow. I don't know why they chose yellow, <laughs> but a yellow, yellow badge that says I'm vaxxed yes. that you wear out in public. Germany is requiring yellow things that you place over your coat yeah. or your shirt that says, you know, I'm I'm one of the good guys. And and I guess maybe they figure it's okay because they're not making the bad guys wear the yellow badge. That's, right. you know, that's... Is it star-shaped, though? Or, that's or been are they done before. <laughs> it's, not, <laughs> it's not... I wonder if anyone will, uh, you know, cut it into star-shaped just to make a point, but no. And people joy... You know, it's like that friggin' crazy governor of New York with the necklace that oh says, I'm vaxxed. I mean, it's just... From her it's the ultimate in virtue signal. Look at me. I submitted. I gave in. I did what the Biden regime told me to do. You didn't. You're a bad guy. There are people dying because of you. It's... Bullshit. Bullshit. You know, the, the narrative is completely false to say people are dying because of the unvaccinated when more vaccinated people are transmitting the disease than vac- unvaccinated. And the people dying, for the most part, are even older and, <laughs> and fatter than they were, you know, last yes. year. Yeah. People are still dying, but they have many comorbidities. The average age of the people, the deceased is even older than it was a year ago. It's, I saw the latest, it was like uh, 80, 82, 83 is the uh, average age of decedents uh, in the last, uh, maybe this year, maybe it was, I don't know exactly the, the time frame. Right. But and if I were in my 80s, I would take the vaccine too. I mean. And they do. I mean, <laughs> people over 65 or over 70, it's 99% compliance right. as it should be. Obese people, people with comorbidities, they're vaccinated. The people they're firing are, you know, or kicking out of the military are 21, 25, 30 in peak physical condition. And in the military, there was, you know, waves of COVID. There was like Navy ships uh, that the whole ship got COVID. Yeah. And I just saw the numbers. It was uh, one ship had like, you know, 2,000 cases of COVID, zero deaths. Right. 
and they're all young and healthy and they quarantined, they got better. They, you know, drank their fluids and took their Sudafed or whatever you take to feel better and they got through it. But anyway, Wait, can um, I, can I, there's a few other things that are interesting about this. Do you mind if I uh, just continue sure, with this? this pilot? So he said that the pilot said that Southwest has more flexibility than it's acknowledging because federal contracts only represent 3% of its revenue. So it's not, it's uh-huh. not as big as, as uh, that, that it would cause, you know, too much of an effect. Um, and, but uh, the Southwest CEO, Gary Kelly, uh, is in a tough spot because he's the head of the airline lobbying group. So he's the one out there getting government contracts. Uh-huh. So, of course, he, he wants to make peace. But uh, finally, the, um, the, the pilot says that he loves Southwest and finds this crisis painful but feels that it's the only way uh, Americans can stand up to these mandates. Uh, mandates and, and he says, let the chips fall as they, as they may. Someone's got to do it. Someone it, does. It- Fell to the Southwest airline pilots. They won't be the, la- the first. They won't be the last. And I'm not sure military guys like Marines can do this. They're used to taking orders and they're they defying are. this order and they're going to kick them out. And that's next month. Next month, you may see hundreds of thousands of enlisted people booted out of the military with no benefits because they wouldn't submit. It is a scary time and lots and lots of people are rooting and cheering it on. There are cable channels devoted to cheerleading these authoritarian measures by the Biden regime. It is a frightening time. And again, like I said, young people don't even know what freedom of speech means. They don't even understand the First Amendment. It seems like a simple thing. You can say what you want in this country. You can lie. You know, you can you can have conspiracy. You could be Alex Jones and you know come up with crazy conspiracy theories or uh, Rachel Maddow, you could talk about you know, Russian collusion for three years. There's no repercussions because it's America. You're allowed to be wrong. You're allowed to spread misinformation, Mr. Dr. Surgeon General. But all right, let me do, uh, let me do Shay and get to some more. Let, let's get to some real important things like okay. Kim, Kardash- Kim Kardashian hosting SNL and Dr. Fauci giving us uh, the uh, go-ahead, the green light to celebrate Halloween. Are you pretty excited about that? Because I was worried. Psyched. I was waiting to see if Flip Flop Flouchy would let me. Because I'm gonna, I'm gonna get all uh, dressed up and uh, and, and there's gonna be some really stupid costumes this year. You know, there'll be some Fouchies. Probably. Gonna, there'll be some Fouchies. You got to be really small and elf-like to be Fouchy. But uh, first, let me tell you about Shea Concrete. This is uh, for you homeowners and home builders out there. Did you know that Shake Concrete has a huge selection of precast concrete steps? Of course you did. I've been telling you about this. This is the best thing. I think it might be the best thing they do is their precast concrete steps. Whether you're building a new home or you need to replace an old staircase in an old home, Shea has great values with designs for any home. Available in concrete, or you can customize the steps with beautiful stone, granite, or brick. A new staircase can dramatically upgrade the front front entrance of your home. In most cases, they can remove the old stairs and have you walking up your new front steps within hours. Just like that, you call Shay, they come over, they take the old steps away, which, by the way, they're really heavy. That is a pain in the ass. They take the old steps away, they put the new steps. You can sit in the window with the AC cranking and watch it all happen. And when they're done, your house looks better and it's worth more. This isn't an expense. This is an investment in your home. Check it out. You can learn more about Shea's precast concrete steps at SheaConcrete.com. And by the way, you can also look for a job there. You can go to Shea Concrete or get on SheaConcrete.com. They're always hiring. It's a great company, a great place to work. Maybe it's time for you to upgrade your profession and go work for Shea. Check that out as well at SheaConcrete.com. 
I want to get to the uh, the NFL and the Patriots, uh, and I guess the Red Sox, I guess. But uh, um, I, as you know, hate watch SNL. Last week, the season premiere was the lowest season premiere in 48 years. It was a dreadful show. Uh, the new guy who plays Joe Biden is absolutely awful. It was as usual. It was awful. I, but here's what I've decided, Carano. It's the writers. I mean, the actors, the players, the characters, they mostly suck. Kate McKinnon's the big star, and she's terrible. She's not good. But the material is awful. You know, it's like there's nothing funny. They did an opening thing. was supposed to be a hearing with uh, big tech or a hearing with the, you know, Haugen, uh, Francis Haugen, the alleged whistleblower. It was awful. It was long. It was just not funny. And then come, come, comes Kim Kardashian's monologue. And I'm watching, expecting her to be awful. And I... I know awful monologues. I was there when Nancy Kerrigan hosted. I was there in person. And it was a flop, like you've never seen, just a complete flop. But there's been other flops on SNL in the last 48 years. And I'm thinking Kardashian, she's beautiful. She's obviously a great influencer and a lot of money, very successful. And I'm thinking she doesn't have the brains or the the, the ability to do this. She's going to fall on her face fall on her pretty face and that would be a big deal a big a big news so i'm watching and she absolutely nailed it i mean i guess she's got a team of writers or whatever but here's the thing she did she made fun of herself she did she made fun of her sisters made fun of her mother she made fun of caitlin jenner which is against I think it's against the law in like 47 states huh. she made fun of and she made fun of kanye west who I believe was there, um, but most important, she went there. Um, in maybe it was a tribute to Norm Macdonald, who lost his job on SNL for making fun of O.J. Simpson. Could have been because Dick Eber, Dick Ebersol, I believe was was it Dick Ebersol or was it the other guy, Olmeyer? I always get them mixed up. NBC executive, powerful NBC executive, was friends with O.J. even after O.J. killed his wife, his ex-wife, and her friend. And they didn't want Norm Macdonald to make fun of a double murderer. And he, of course, being Norm Macdonald, just fought, uh, resisted and did it anyway. And then after three years, they booted him off the show and said he wasn't funny. One year later, they had him come back and host because he was such a success as a stand-up and in other, in other ways. He, he was a great comedian. He made fun of OJ. And I assume most people think, you know, you know, shouldn't make fun of murder. Well, this girl, this woman, makes fun of murder, even though her father was O.J.'s lawyer and probably got rid of the knife, was probably involved in it somehow, the cover-up. But she, did you did you see it, or did you see the clips? No, just the clips after you uh, sent it to me. Tonight. And what did you think? I mean, I thought she, she did her, good. Her, she looked great. She always looks great. She's got a big, you know, she's got some serious uh, junk in the trunk, but that's okay. Not, not, I'm not fat shaming. I'm not, uh, whatever, big butt shaming. She looked great. She did great. In a way, she makes the cast members look worse because she seemed she seemed better than some of them, you know. And she's yeah. not even a, an actress; she's a an influencer. But let's listen to some of Kim Kardashian's monologue from Saturday Night. My father was and still is such an influence and inspiration to me. It's because of him that I met my first black person. <laughs> Want to take a stab in the dark at who it was? I know it's sort of weird to remember the first black person you met, but OJ does leave a mark. Or several. Or none at all. I still don't know. 
that I mean, obviously she just sounds like a an amateur. It doesn't sound like a professional. Oh yeah, she can't deliver it well, but I, it's still funny. I give her credit for going there. Yeah. She's talking about. I mean, there. I'm sure there are people in her family who still go maintain the lie that OJ's innocent or whatever, but she doesn't. That she made fun of Kanye and made fun of her mother and made. I mean, it was it was what she was there for. I didn't think she would do it, but she did, and I, you know, I kind of like her. You know, not just you because because she, you know, she's uh, extremely uh, attractive, but she was uh, acerbic and she did, she poked fun at people and herself. And that's what you got to do. Something Dr. Fauci would never do. I don't, I don't even want to do it. I don't even want to do Fauci. I can't stand the sight of him. I can't stand the sound of him, but he was on State of the Nation. What is that on CNN, State of the Nation or MSNBC? One of his channels, one of the places where they've, like literally named the green room after him. And he was saying, no, don't be afraid. Go out and celebrate Halloween. You know, there's a thread on Twitter from that guy, Tom Elliott, about how about remembering, looking back on the ridiculous COVID restrictions, the mandates or whatever, the, the edicts that came down from local and federal government. And, it, and it's what you expect. There's, there's a playground with like crime tape around it because they didn't want anyone to play on the playground. We've talked, you and I've talked about them filling in skate parts with sand, taking down rims from outdoor basket uh, basketball courts because you didn't want kids to go out and shoot baskets, closing, locking tennis courts and playgrounds and not allowing kids, shutting down sports. Think how stupid, it's only a year since last, how stupid it was to ban like Halloween outdoors. You're wearing a mask, essentially, if you want. I mean, and you're walking outdoors and hold little kids who don't get COVID. And if they do, they don't even know it. Going door to door and getting candy. And that was banned for health reasons. But he's got the greatest one of all, of course, is, and I don't know if you remember this, in the early days of COVID in L.A., I think it was right like in Santa Monica by the pier. And they had a guy went paddle boarding by himself in the ocean. Right, and they and a police boat chased them down and arrested them, and they have all the video where I don't know what they did with the board, but they handcuff them, walk them right up the beach, up the sand to the cruiser, for paddleboarding alone in the ocean. How do we not look back on that with shame and and with just amazement that that's what we thought was? Well, the- and, why, and why do you why do you why are you saying like you you do you see like all the stuff all the reasons all the steps along the way the government is wrong the people who have authority are wrong telling you the wrong things being outside is the safest place to be, and now you're not questioning them. I don't understand that mindset. I know it does seem amazing that after all this evidence and and by the way and I, I don't want to keep going back to it but I you have to is. Why do you care? Again, you're vaccinated. You're good. If the guy in the grocery store, you know, going by you is not vaccinated, who cares? Why? Can you help me with that? It doesn't make any sense to me. Or if you're masked up, why are you yelling at other people to it mask It works up? or it doesn't. That's the thing. If it works, then do it, and you don't have to worry about anybody else. If it doesn't work, then why are you putting it in your body in the first place? It's I not, guess it's I, would add this, I, would, I would add this to the thread. I don't know if you saw it. I tweeted out over the weekend. Texas A&M, huge win over Alabama. That was fun. I watched the, the fourth quarter and didn't think they would hang on, but they did. Knocked off Alabama. Uh, uh, ended their 19-game winning streak. First former assistant for Nick Saban, Jimbo Fisher, to beat him. And they show the band, the A&M oh, I band. See it. I see it now, they have yeah. masks. You see it? Yeah. And they have holes cut out for their mouth. Well, what else are they going to do? <laughs> it's theater <laughs> then. So they're wearing masks because of, I assume, some rule 
but they cut the hole out for their mouth. And these are college students. Someone doesn't say, um, what is the point of this if we cut a hole for a mouth? I mean, yeah. obviously there's no point at all to begin with, but cutting a hole out for your mouth so you can blow into your saxophone or your trombone or your tuba. Don't allow yourself to be absurd. What? Like you, you got- do look, I mean, you look ridiculous. You look ridiculous. And I guess people, to me, they look ridiculous. To them, they look like, look at me. I'm a good soldier. I'm a good citizen. I'm doing what I'm told. Well, they I'm must not, know. They must be I'm like not that. questioning authority. You know, that used to be the mantra of the left, question authority. Now it's the mantra of, you know, the hard right and the, the fringe radical right saying, why are we uh, wearing masks? Uh, explain, show me the study, show me the data that shows six-year-olds have to wear masks where they're not doing it. You know, in Europe, they're not doing it. In mu- much of the world, we have the strictest mask mandates for children in the world for no good reason. But whatever, they can cut holes in them now if they play an instrument. So make at least it makes it easier to breathe, right? I, I don't know if you saw, heard, followed the John Gruden story. Um, I John Gruden, if you don't know, is the uh, Las Vegas Raiders coach, former ESPN guy, who will be suspended today, you think? Not fired. He won't I have, get fired. Uh, it's unbelievable to me that he actually coached that game yesterday. That's a good point. I saw him give a press conference is what I'm, uh, I'm going to get to. He wrote an email 10 years ago making DeMora Smith is the player union guy. And he wrote an email how he has like really big lips or something. I he mean, said, he, he referred to the size of his lips. He said um, lips the size of like Michelin tires or something. Oh, that's right. Lips the size of tires. In an email when he was at ESPN. Now, this just surfaced. Somebody was holding it, ready to destroy him when the time was right. They sprung it on him and us last week. After the game, he was he lost. The Raiders, uh, yeah, the Raiders lost. And he was doing a press conference and he was asked about it. And I assume it's the only time he'll talk about it, but there will be pressure. The mob will be pressuring the NFL today to suspend him for an email he wrote 10 years ago. To be honest with you, if he were a lesser guy, I mean, he's got like a 10-year contract. He's making you know 10 million a year. He's kind of in a big you know figure in uh, in the NFL. If this were an assistant coach, gone or an an- announcer, he'd be gone already. But do we have Gruden talking about this? Because I think he I handled it pretty well. He just said it was stupid. I don't know what I was thinking. I'm not racist. And now I'm moving on, essentially what he said. I've got it. It's a uh, minute 30, but uh, so just stop me if you don't want to hear all of it. Here's... All right, let's hear it. Can the NFL and the Raiders and the fans be sure that there are not any other racial insensitive remarks by you out there in the atmosphere that could be published by the Washington Journal or any other? other publication well, I can say is I, I'm not a racist I don't uh, I can't uh, tell you how sick I am I apologize again to, to, to D Smith um, but I feel good about who I am and what I've done my entire life and um, I apologize for the insensitive remarks I had uh, no uh, you know I, I, I had no racial uh, intentions with those remarks at all but um, yes they can I'm I'm uh, I'm not like that at all, but I apologize. I don't want to keep addressing it. My, just my last question. Have the NFL contacted you and, and uh, what was their response? Uh, what did they, what would you I have not had any contacts with them yet, but uh, we'll see what happens here in the next few days. I guess that's my question. Do you expect something to happen? 
You know, I'm not going to answer all these questions today. I think I've addressed it already. Uh, I can't remember a lot of the things that transpired 10 or 12 years ago, but um, I stand here uh, in front of everybody apologizing. I know I'm not, uh, I don't have an ounce of, of racism in me. I'm a, a guy that takes pride in leading people together, and I'll continue to do that for the rest of my life. And again, I apologize to D. Smith and anybody out there that, that I have offended. Um. I think that was a, a, a response, uh, an appropriate response. I mean, what else can you say? I don't know. I, th I, I think I think if he would have stood up and said, "No, this is what I meant by that," and just explained it, he could have ended it right there. But instead of I mean, apologizing, he's, he's just mocking the guy. And you know what? I I don't think it's the old argument that he, he wasn't thinking along racial terms, or he wouldn't have done it. You know, if you knew if you knew how bad that was going to look, you wouldn't have done it. Maybe he was drinking. It was an email. I don't know. But what more can he do? He apologized, said, I'm like a racist. Now he waits for punishment. See, I don't think you can be a racist and be a successful coach in the NFL. If you, and and maybe, you know, athletic ability and all aside, maybe he thinks lesser of, you know, certain race races because of their, uh, you know, their, their intelligence of their personality. I don't know, but you can't keep, you know, you can't discriminate against black people and be a successful football coach, can you? It wouldn't, no, I don't think so. It wouldn't work. I mean, and he's pretty successful and obviously he's been around a while. I think players will defend him if they're asked about it. You know, there's a number of players, black players who like him, who support him, but that won't stop him. That won't, that won't save him. They're going to suspend him, I'll say, for a week. What do you think? Maybe more? Could be three. Big fine, which he can afford. Again, he makes ten million a year. You know, hundred grand they'll fine him for an email. It seems weird though, like a ten-year-old email where you didn't work for the league when you wrote it. But whatever, it, you know, it's all about it's all about fending off the the mob, and that's what the NFL will do. That's what they've done in the past. So it's going to be interesting I, to see because you got Deshaun Watson still on the bench. He's not been suspended. So good, yeah, and you've Let's got get to you that. know. Let's get to that. That is so bizarre. The Patriots were given a game by the uh, Houston Texans yesterday. Yeah. I mentioned last week when I was dead wrong about the Buccaneers Patriots game is that was a good loss. They, that was, a, a, you know, they, they, they almost beat Tom Brady. It took a last minute field goal. You know, they Brady looked bad. Brady had no touchdown passes. They rattled him. They confused him. I didn't think that was possible. The moment was a little too big for Tom, at least at the beginning of the game. That was a big surprise. The Patriots lost, Bucks won, but that was a a moral victory in a way. There were a lot of good things to come of that. They they played better than I expected. You know what yesterday was, Carano? It was a bad win. Oh, it was a terrible win. <laughs> it terrible. was a bad win. They looked terrible. Yes. Last week was a good loss. This was a bad win. They were going against a bad team with a terrible coach and terrible officiating, all of which worked in their favor. When you think about it, I mean, obviously they were on the road. They were nine-point favorites. They didn't beat the spread, but... They should have lost that game. They made some dumb mistakes. They were handed some gifts from the officials, which is usually the case when it comes to the Patriots. And the other coaches, David Culley, I mean, I guess he lasts one year, maybe a year. But what? A, I mean, even the announcer, uh, whatever his name is, um, oh, who was, was there with James Lofton, was kept pointing out that was three, three or four timeouts they used because they couldn't, they didn't know how to uh, use the the clock they didn't i mean they couldn't manage the clock they kept letting it run down and wasting timeouts the fake punt i love fake punts oh, i love man. trick plays so dumb 
You're I up. need someone. I mean, I guess I should have watched the post game or read more, but what was the point? No so you point. run a fake punt. You try to get them to jump. They don't jump. You go back in a punt formation. You just don't go all the way back. You go halfway back in a punt formation. The punter kicks it into a lineman's head. That's not a decision. I mean, obviously the decision looks bad, but like James Lofton said, the color guy, that's execution. Why is your punter not going back to where he's supposed to be when he punts? He was too late. They were running out of time. They were up against the clock and he didn't have enough time to get all the way back. Um, that was, that was <laughs> well, such they a, were always running out of time. It, yes, was, the, it was such I mean, a that's, botched play. That's coaching. That that coach is terrible. And and don't that, even do the fake punt then, because uh, because you're you're up twenty two. I don't know if it was twenty two nine at that point. I can't remember. It was twenty two nine. Yes. Okay. It was so like nine it was dumb. It was a dumb move, but he was trying to show that he was a a gambler. They went stupid. for a fourth down a few times. They got it. That that QB looked Mills. excellent. Yeah, he looked good actually. Hit from Mills from uh, from Stanford. Yeah, he, he looked, looked good. And, I mean, he deserved better. We had three touchdowns, no picks. He looked a hell of a uh, lot better than Mac Jones, who looked who who Mac, should have been picked four times. He was only picked he once. Got, he hit he hit guys in the that's hands another two other thing. times. They, gave, they kept dropping the interceptions. Yes. I still think Mac Jones looks good though and confident, and yeah. I don't mind the fact that he occasionally gets picked or almost picked because you don't want him back there playing scared you want him to feel like he can you know let the ball go let his receivers make a play he looks good he does the right thing he steps in the into the pocket he makes throws under pressure he's accurate he's going to be good those are decision making problems though three of those four of those balls were 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 not they they, the the d the defend the dbs were terrible they were running into each other and uh the patriots the the texans deserve better but Here's back to your point. Like Deshaun Watson is there. So he's in Houston. He's inactive every week. He's, you know, one of the five best quarterbacks in the NFL. He's making whatever he's making 30 million a year. And he's just hanging around, I guess, getting massages. What else is he going to do? Asking masseuses to massage the inside of his ass, which is really a bizarre um, claim. But, and, they were talking, uh, I think it was, uh, whatever, Florio, someone talking yesterday about Miami's trying, still trying to trade for uh, Watson by before the November 2nd trade deadline, I believe. And I, I believe it. He's just this young 25-year-old stud hanging around, doing nothing. It's just bizarre and has not been suspended from the league, even though 10 women are making criminal complaints against him for sexual improprieties that's a pretty serious deal i'm on the record saying he doesn't play again and so far i'm still right but we'll see what happens yeah you are and i can't imagine i mean again mills was good but deshaun watson's a pro bowl he's a star and he's just sitting around collecting checks so i guess initially i said they will never trade him he's too good to trade and no one else wants that baggage but maybe they do want the but maybe miami will take the bag knowing that they're going to get a good deal, a good to get them at uh, pennies on the dollar. But I don't know if Texans win with Watson because Mills played well and didn't make any mistakes. Yeah, he did well. And and his coach and you know handed it to the Patriots. But the Watson thing is bizarre. They're going to punish. You're right, John Gruden for a ten year old email, and that's fine. I don't care. Punish him, and they've punished other people for whatever you know, like. Uh, um, you name drunk driving or something, and and yet the guy who's being accused by two dozen masseuses of these sexual uh, harassment and assault, yeah, we don't. We're ten not of quite them sure. making criminal complaints. Yeah, 
has not been suspended. And Goodell has suspended people without a conviction before, like Ben Roethlisberger and uh, Ezekiel Elliott and others. Why are they waiting on Deshaun Watson? Just because the, they did a wink-wink with the Texans who, who put him who put him on ice? It just makes no sense. I guess if you're the Texans, you have this coach for one year, you have this quarterback, the third-round pick, and you do your best, and you get a top pick because you win three or four games. But yesterday, you should have won that game. Yesterday, you had the Patriots. You were nine-point underdogs. You had them on the ropes. You had them down two touchdowns. They just kept making one dumb mistake after another. And uh, the Patriots, you know, got lucky. They got away with one. They did. And now they're two and three. And they're two games back of the Buffalo Bills, who might be the best team in the league, and Josh Allen, who might be the best quarterback in the league. So they will probably be in the hunt for a wild card, you know, after you know early December, which is, you know, all you can expect from a mediocre New England Patriot team. But uh, we'll see. We'll see going forward. They play the Cowboys, which is a pretty good team, that damn good team, and a damn good quarterback in Dak Prescott. But uh, uh, then the Red Sox are going to the World Series. Yay. Yay. Go Sox. All right. All right, uh, Carano, what I miss? Anything? How was your weekend? It was very good. Uh, I uh, you eat some steak. Did you eat some steak? I ate some steak, but I also had to, uh, I told you I had to put a new deck on. So the deck is done, and now I'm doing a bunch of painting for, you know, for that because there was had to go new siding on and stuff. But Really? Are you covered with paint? You got paint all over your hands? I had some flex on my face uh, oh, you did. and then a little bit on my leg. But no, I stayed, uh, I'm, I'm a good painter. I, I'm, I'm a, a neat painter. Are you good? Yeah, you should be. You're living in the wilderness and you're, you know, <laughs> you do your own thing. You're, a, you're a little mix, Mr. Fix-It, although, you know, we had our technical I figured those out. I figured them out on my own. No help from <laughs> you. I got it done. <laughs> all right. Uh, good luck to all the runners who are just now leaving, especially Kirsten Cinema, who not only has to run against the other, whatever it is, 30,000 runners, but she has to dodge and weave all the uh, crazy leftists who will... You know, will it come from the colleges? You know, the college students, they all hate her because they want socialism. They want the $3.5 trillion boondoggle that includes 80,000 new IRS agents to harass hardworking Americans. They want that. And they hate Kirsten Sinema because they've been told by, you know, whoever, Rachel Maddow, they're supposed to hate her. So they're going to they're gonna make her life difficult. I'm looking forward to see how that goes. Good luck, Kirsten. You're a beast. She is a beast running the marathon despite all the, uh, the people who are uh, determined to uh, to ruin her life. I wonder, wonder if anyone will literally run on the course, run on the marathon course when they see her coming. I could see that happening. I Although can see you, it. I mean, you're probably right. Eggs, whatever, tomatoes, something like that. I can see it, but I just think people are really sensitive about the Boston Marathon. That'll just look really bad if, if they do that. It, it will indeed, but good luck to them and happy uh, Indigenous Peoples Day. We have decided because, you know, Columbus was a colonializer and a white European. We're changing today, at least for this year. It is now called Southwest Airline Pilots Day. We're honoring the first. These are the first. This is, uh, you know, Lexington Concord. This is the first shot fired. All right. The resistance. This is what's going to happen probably on a daily basis in the coming months, and we'll be watching that situation with the military. Again, hundreds of thousands of people are slated to be booted out of the military because they are refusing uh, the jab for their own good reasons. But uh, we will keep an eye on that. And all 
all the news as we always do here on The Callahan Show. I'm Jerry Callahan. That's Matt Carano. And we will talk to you again tomorrow morning. 